This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. God calls Latinas to lives of influence. Find mentorship in 12 women of the Bible, including Esther, Rahab, Mary, and Lydia, who navigated challenges of brokenness and suffering, being bicultural and crossing borders. Keep listening for more information. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemini Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm 44. For the music director, by the Korites, a well-written song. O God, we have clearly heard. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in ancient times. You, by your power, defeated nations and settled our fathers on their land. You crushed the people living there and enabled our ancestors to occupy it. For they did not conquer the land by their swords, and they did not prevail by their strength, but rather by your power, strength, and good favor. For you were partial to them. You are my king, O God. Decree Jacob's deliverance. By your power, we will drive back our enemies. By your strength, we will trample down our foes. For I do not trust in my bow, and I do not prevail by my sword. For you deliver us from our enemies. You humiliate those who hate us. In God, we boast all day long, and we will continually give thanks to your name, Selah. But you rejected and embarrassed us. You did not go into battle with our armies. You made us retreat from the enemy. Those who hate us take whatever they want from us. You handed us over like sheep to be eaten. You scattered us among the nations. You sold your people for a pittance. You did not ask a high price for them. You made us an object of disdain to our neighbors. Those who live on our borders taunt and insult us. You made us an object of ridicule among the nations. Foreigners treat us with contempt. All day long I feel humiliated and am overwhelmed with shame before the vindictive enemy who ridicules and insults me. All this has happened to us, even though we have not rejected you or violated your covenant with us. We have not been unfaithful, nor have we disobeyed your commands. Yet you have battered us, 
leaving us as a heap of ruins overrun by wild dogs. You have covered us with darkness. If we had rejected our God and spread out our hands in prayer to another God, would not God discover it? For he knows a person's secret thoughts. Yet because of you, we are killed all day long. We are treated like sheep at the slaughtering block. Rouse yourself. Why do you sleep, O Lord? Wake up. Do not reject us forever. Why do you look the other way and ignore the way we are oppressed and mistreated? For we lie in the dirt with our bellies pressed to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your loyal love. Deuteronomy 6 Exhortation to Keep the Covenant Principles Now these are the commandments, statues, and ordinances that the Lord your God instructed me to teach you so that you may carry them out in the land where you are headed, and that you may so revere the Lord your God that you will keep all his statues and commandments that I am giving you, you, your children, and your grandchildren, all your lives, to prolong your days. Pay attention, Israel, and be careful to do this so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in number. As the Lord, the God of your ancestors, said to you, you will have a land flowing with milk and honey. The Essence of the Covenant Principles Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. You must love the Lord your God with your whole mind, your whole being, and all your strength. Exhortation to Teach the Covenant Principles These words I'm commanding you today must be kept in mind, and you must teach them to your children and speak of them as you sit in your house, as you walk along the road, as you lie down, and as you get up. You should tie them as a reminder on your forearm and fasten them as symbols on your forehead. Inscribe them on the door frames of your houses and gates. Exhortation to Worship the Lord Exclusively Then, when the Lord your God brings you to the land He promised your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, fine cities you did not build, houses filled with choice things you did not accumulate, honed-out cisterns you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant, and you eat your fill. Be careful not to forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, that place of slavery. You must revere the Lord your God, serve Him, and take oaths using only His name. You must not go after other gods, those of the surrounding peoples. For the Lord your God, who is present among you, is a jealous God. His anger will erupt against you and remove you from the land. Exhortation to Obey the Lord Exclusively You must not put the Lord your God to the test, as you did at Mesa. Keep His commandments very carefully, as well as the stipulations and statues He commanded you to observe. Do whatever is proper and good before the Lord, so that it may go well with you and that you may enter and occupy the good land that he promised your ancestors, and that you may drive out all your enemies, just as the Lord said. Exhortation to Remember the Past When your children ask you later on, 
What are the stipulations, statues, and ordinances that the Lord our God commanded you? You must say to them, We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt in a powerful way. And he brought signs and great devastating wonders on Egypt, on Pharaoh, and on his whole family before our very eyes. He delivered us from there so that he could give us the land he had promised our ancestors. The Lord commanded us to obey all these statues and to revere him so that it may always go well for us and he may preserve us, as he has to this day. We will be innocent if we carefully keep all these commandments before the Lord our God, just as he demands. New Testament Reading Romans Chapter 8 The Believer's Relationship to the Holy Spirit There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the life-giving Spirit in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law could not do because it was weakened through the flesh. By sending His own Son, in the likeness of sinful flesh, and concerning sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, so that the righteous requirement of the law may be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh have their outlook shaped by the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit have their outlook shaped by the things of the Spirit. For the outlook of the flesh is death, but the outlook of the Spirit is life and peace, because the outlook of the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to the law of God, nor is it able to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, this person does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is your life because of righteousness. Moreover, if the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will also make your mortal bodies alive through his Spirit who lives in you. So then, brothers and sisters, we are under obligation not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery, leading again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we are God's children. And if children, then heirs, namely heirs of God, and also fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that our present sufferings cannot even be compared to the coming glory that will be revealed to us. For the creation eagerly waits for the revelation of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, 
not willingly, but because of God who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage of decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers together until now. Not only this, but we ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we eagerly await our adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with endurance. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how we should pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes on behalf of the saints according to God's will. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to His purposes, because those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called, And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, freely give us all things? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? it is God who justifies, who is the one who will condemn? Christ is the one who died. And more than that, he was raised. Who is at the right hand of God and who also is interceding for us? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we encounter death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we have complete victory through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor heavenly rulers, nor things that are present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, we reflect on that question. Who will separate us from the love of God? Nothing can separate us from your love. And gracious God, we thank you for that truth. And we acknowledge that just like the psalmist, there are times when we feel deeply abandoned, unseen by you. And we thank you that you are gracious and you grant us the words to even describe that as we seek your loving intervention in our life. We thank you, O God, that the blood of Jesus Christ has brought about this covenant 
in which we live by the Spirit. Oh God, we're so grateful for what Christ Christ did on the cross because it makes a difference for today. It makes a difference for the future. Christ's blood was not in vain, O Lord. And we thank you, O God, for the way that it has set us free. We thank you, O Lord, for the way in which Christ, O Lord, you fulfilled the law on our behalf, taking our sin and granting to us your righteousness and completed work. So, O Lord, pour out your spirit and grant us today obedience to your commands and statutes that we might walk in the light, that we might love you through obedience and kindness and justice-seeking. O God, we are grateful that we are now co-heirs with Christ. We are grateful that because of you, O Lord, we are in fellowship with you and that nothing, nothing can separate us from your love. Thank you for being love, God. And thank you that your love is not flaky and your love does not back away from us, but it pursues us. It upholds us. It keeps us. It transforms us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the love of God. In Christ's name we pray and entrust ourselves to the loving God. Amen and amen. God created his Latina daughters to live into the incredible plans he has for each of them. But many have heard cultural messages that make them doubt their adequacy. We have not seen many Latina women in positions of leadership, and more mentors and role models are needed. The authors of the book, Hermanas, look at the lives of women in scripture and share their own journeys as Latinas and leaders. You are not alone. Join your sisters as you become the Latina leader God has called you to be. Get your copy of Hermanas, Deepening Our Identity and Growing Our Influence today from IVP. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so I'll